0: everybody, welcome back to the Utah Outcast. And since we're releasing this on Wednesday, you know what that means. It's time once again for our feature segment. And we're going to jump right into them here in a second. Uh, But if you're new to the format for the show, uh, we normally get all of our news and current event stuff out of the way on the Monday portion of the show. And on this one, we dedicate the entire time to talking about our items on the agenda that are a little less um, urgent. I think that's the best word, such as fun with real audio uh, and making its return this week is the geekery. And we've got some great stuff there. So, hi, I'm your host, X. And uh, continuing on with the quest that we started together this week is the Samwise to My Frodo, Felicia Entwistle. Oh, I get
1: to be <laughs> Samwise. Oh, i so happy.
0: I just get to be super bitchy. And you get to be like, bitch, you're, we're on this quest together. <laughs> you got Remember the fall, Shire. Dude. Remember you the Shire. <laughs> so, no, there's, um,
2: pretty there's pretty things. Yeah. uh the tigers tigers are back tigers are coming back
0: hey that, that <laughs> giraffe finally popped out its kid today i watched that this morning
2: <laughs> fucking finally had the kid huh
0: i know right Jeez. yeah it's a little little baby boy giraffe cute little thing uh so anyway i wanted to give a quick shout out to those people that have been uh getting in touch with me regularly about the show uh outside of being patrons so i wanted to give a quick express thanks to Celia gray Adam Hatch, and Alan Firkenhoff for keeping me really fucking entertained at my long nights at work. I work opposite schedule of everybody else on the show, so it's nice to for people to keep me going, like being a little cheerleader at work. You guys are fucking awesome people. All right, it's been a really hellish week, and what a better way to relax and take our minds off of things like Donald Trump than to dip our toes in what's been going on in the world of geeks since we last convened. Felicia, you missed the geekery last time because we had... a uh, I believe we had um Luke Hunsaker from the Nerd Dome podcast. We had uh oh my god, we had oh. we had the whole fucking panel. We had Kyle and we had uh my friend uh Brian from uh the Geek Dad report. So we had a lot of geeks on last time that we did this one. So anyway, can we just get started and talk about that teaser trailer for The Last Jedi? Oh my god. Oh,
2: god. <laughs> oh my oh. god, from the first hand on the rock i'm like i'm in okay yes what sold money
0: throw my money at the tv please fucking make this movie
2: give it to me now give it to me now give it to me now oh william put on the last one
0: (laughs) i i when that came out and we were talking about in the chat room i'm like fuck and so i had to hurry and i threw my chromecast on my tv and i'm like kids stop whatever you're doing because i have them during the day most of the day there's
2: important news news, sit there
0: on the couch and do not talk do not talk words and i put something up because they don't read quite so fast yet so i put it on there and i'm like you need to see this and so they see star wars and they're like oh. and they're like what is this is this the new one is this the new one and i'm like i love the fact that i get to do this i love that. star wars thank star you wars. thank you so much disney for making new star wars right. movies every year because i have read
2: <laughs> i have read several criticisms uh, recently, of the most recent one, they're like, oh, it was just, you know, it was fan nonsense. It was just, uh, it was just, it was a repeat of the last of the other Star Wars. And I'm like, that's what makes Star Wars great, okay? Star Wars sticks to a model. It's right? poetry. It, <laughs> yeah, it just repeats itself, and that's what makes it good. It's the great characters, the character, you guys, it's a character story, all right? Like, that's where they fucked up in the prequels, is that they didn't make it a character story. They were like, senate Am let's
0: talk right? about the galactic a... senate and power coming to power trade
2: federation. Trade and the and the, mm-hmm. the, the war
0: is happening between the trade federations and the the the, the what was it the time the fucking uh the republic the republic versus the trade federation
2: no go back go back to okay maybe not everyone had this but my dad used to tell me wonderful bedtime stories where he'd just make it up and he'd always make me and, like, my best friend Ayla characters in the stories, and, like, we'd always be... Oh, so oh, great. Lucky. We'd always... <laughs> and we'd, we'd always be the heroes of the stories, and we'd go on these adventures. It was great. But, like, it was really simple stories, guys. These weren't, like, sweeping epic tales. This wasn't Lord of the Rings, where there was a lot going on. No, it was like, and you do this thing, and then there's a conflict, and then you resolve it, and then in the end. That's a good story! That's all because, stories.
0: <laughs> yeah!
2: Because... Star Wars is the characters. It's the characters in the story that we give a fuck about. I don't give a shit if they're repeating the same bullshit over and over. Nobody gives a fuck because the characters are interesting. And Finn and Rey and Kylo Ren, they're interesting. They're interesting characters. They can repeat history. I don't give a fuck just get just feed me feed me these characters
0: <laughs> oh man but i i did get a bit sad when i saw that they showed the back of leia's head and i'm like oh fucking carrie fisher why'd you have to die
2: <laughs> we watched the tribute to her today and i, I cried
0: i can't i lie. Can't, i i honestly i don't have the i don't have the emotional fortitude to deal with that right now <laughs> she
2: like, was just oh my god as a little girl I was a little girl growing up, and there was Princess Leia, and she was amazing. Somebody's got to save our skins. Pew, pew. Like, there was <laughs> Princess Leia. Like, there was always... I went to Halloween dressed as Princess Leia from the Ewoks with the thing braided in my hair. My mom made me a false leather, like, mm. dress thing. Yeah. And, like, two people knew who I was. They're like, are you Leia? And I'm like, yeah, I am. She and was like, bad as yeah, fuck on are. the speeder
0: bikes, you know?
2: <laughs> she was amazing! Leia was amazing in every single film. And she was vulnerable. And she was... she oh, Never once did she have to deny her whatever femaleness she is. Like, she says, I love you first. She says, I love you first. And he goes, I know. And then she gets to, like, give it back and like she and it never like tore her apart she was who she was and she owned it and that was Carrie Fisher and by the, the way
0: and the third like movie, Carrie
2: Fisher was that oh
0: she she was the one that came in fucking big dick swinging into Jabba's palace saying like yeah you're gonna take this fucking Wookiee otherwise I'm gonna blow this fucking place up oh my god she was That was amazing.
2: And and I never met a man. I never met a man who was like that was lame. It was a girl. Never once. No, you bought it. You bought it the whole fucking time because it was Leia, and she was a bitch and she was gonna get shit done. Like, Mm. oh, loved her.
0: So I I love the new generation of people. I love Finn. I love Ray. I love Poe. I love all of them. I fucking
2: love love them. them. (laughs) Poe is adorable. Poe is adorable. And he's like, just like, excited to be there. And he's like, but he's also kind of a badass. He's but you know he's not. He's a
0: smart yeah, ass. He's a smart to... ass. He's such a
2: smart ass. And then there's Finn, who's just trying happy, his he's best. He's happy to be there. Yeah. He's <laughs> trying his best. And then there's Ray, who like, takes her shit seriously and is amazing. And no, no, no,
0: no, no. That
2: one is like, yeah. And she's kind. <laughs> And she means it. And she's just, she just lives in her, like, oh, these are great characters. (laughs) They're so
0: good. And people are just so so willing. They're so ready to shit on, like, stuff that, that, give it a fucking chance. We had a a two minute teaser and people are already shitting on it. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, people?
2: (laughs) Kylo Red, he's a, he's a, a, yeah, you're right. He's whiny and he throws big fits and he's just, he's
0: yeah, awful but
2: he's but unhinged he's, <laughs> but he's dangerous he's dangerous and he because he's unhinged and because he has no reason he had all the reasons to be a happy well-developed child and he's just a shit bag and he that makes him dangerous oh it's a great character <laughs> it's a great character so
0: no we're not excited about last jedi at all no we not no, we're, no, no, no. no. And we don't. We not only got that one.
2: Stop! I didn't stop my boss and go Star Wars this week. Mm, it's fine. I turned my computer screen and go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we didn't get just treated just to one amazing fucking trailer this week. We got treated to two of them with Thor Ragnarok, and oh, the son
2: f- of a fuck. Oh
0: God!
2: <sighs> oh my God! Did you notice? Did you notice? Okay, I'm getting really excited right now. <laughs> but um, did you notice X that about halfway through the trailer, it stopped looking like a Thor movie and it started looking like a Guardians of the Galaxy movie?
0: Have you heard what they what they've been jokingly calling it? They're calling it As Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> ah,
2: that's
0: and for me it's it's world war hulk and so or i'm i'm fucking there gladiator hulk versus gladiator (laughs) like
2: i'm so in i'm so in and you got jeff
0: goldblum as a villain fuck i'm there and you got carl urban as another guy i'm like fuck i'm there i'm just i'm so there
2: (laughs) and thor comes out he's clearly been fucked with like he's been he's fighting for his
0: life you know and he's just been
2: clearly been fucked with and he comes out and he's like yeah he's a friend from work i love it
0: i didn't I, nobody was expecting him to say friend from work
2: friend from work <laughs> that
1: was the Who best goddamn that? line
2: you are was, he's <laughs> a friend from work fucking thor <laughs> and the movies treat him as if he is thor the god so to for him to say friend from work i was just like so amazing. it has we me thinking it, row.
0: it has me thinking that the, the the short little clips about what thor was doing during civil war where he was just hanging out in fucking australia at some dude's apartment were fucking real i think they're no, canon
2: I think, those were real. <laughs> I think those were canon like that's what thor was doing he's like nah i'm just doing thor stuff like putting Mjolnir to doesn't... bed with a blankie <laughs> and he like visits dr strange and dr strange fills his beer and he's like yep
0: (laughs) i'm not really a fan of tea and then he's got this big fucking cup
2: (laughs) yes stop yep go sign a beer that yeah that's accurate there we go like and i
0: and i love it because there's been people that are just like like we were talking about earlier just willing to shit on everything and when like the first Thor movie came out, everybody's like, Oh, it's Thor. Nobody cares about Thor. But I was like, It's Kenneth Branagh It's a re- it's a really good movie. It's really good, guys. And then the second Thor movie came out and everybody started shitting on it. I'm like, it's got Christopher Eccleston I liked in it. I like the- that- I've watched good that movie. movie
2: multiple times. I've watched it's that good. movie multiple it's, times. It's it's got good. Natalie Portman and she's brilliant. Or no, and she's yeah, fucking no matter what she does. Bort- she's brilliant. <laughs> And, and like and she sells her character like she's so good she disappears into that character she's just like yeah i'm and you can tell she's like yeah no i love this i'm having a blast <laughs> like she's she's so she's not too good for any role she plays and i oh, i love her I and love it has, her.
0: has one of my favorite doctors playing the villain in that so i'm 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 sold already because i love christopher and i love that man uh And, like, it was just so funny that, like, that one just got trounced upon by a lot of people. Like, oh, it's Marvel's first flop to date. And I'm like, fuck you guys. That was a good movie. (laughs) Wait, the second
2: Thor was? They yeah. called it a flop. Well, cuz it, I thought it made all the it, money.
0: It made all the money that it needed to make, but everybody's like, "Oh, it wasn't as good as this movie or that movie." And it's like, "Uh, oh, I liked it better oh, than Oh my Man god,
2: stop complaining <sighs> so much. Marvel is just pumping out great shit after. Okay, Iron Fist was not that good. All right. But, yeah, they but, okay, Iron Fist was wasn't amazing,
0: good. but it wasn't terrible. That's the thing. It was not terrible. Like Luke Cage It was not. <laughs> like it was Cage, not. I n- finished it. I I watched all of Luke Cage, even the like, and but there were like four or five episodes where I'm like, this is boring as fuck. But you know what? It built it built up to what it needed to be because it's long form television. <laughs> it's like I'm paying like eight eight to ten dollars a month for Netflix, and like I have nothing I to bitch this? about. I have nothing I to bitch whole about. Thing?
2: You know how much whole thing?
0: You know how much I pay for HBO, Cinemax, Showtime, and fucking stars on my cable? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, oh man. my god.
2: I- like you guys quit bitching all right some not all of them are going to be the best movie you ever saw but are you enjoy are you having fun are you Are you fun? not entertained and, <laughs> and also as a feminist and yes Marvel needs to catch the sh- the fuck up on their female character they need a female driven movie yes we need our black panther movie yes they do and that's great but um you guys are pushing for... captain marvel
0: way the fuck back
2: <laughs> Yeah no that's really got to come out guys you you got to get that going um but uh like other th- the one time there was a strong female character uh agent what's her name
0: um i'm terrible captain for this america because, because
2: i didn't watch
0: uh, peggy carter
2: yeah uh, agent carter yeah, yeah i watched yeah. the show and i really loved the show and then they canceled it so mm. it's not sticking in my memory uh, i like but like so in in captain america they're like she's a badass and i was like uh and i like did a jerk off motion in the theater (laughs) but like then they made a show about her and i was like yeah this show's great
0: you gotta admit in the captain america movie it was great when she threw the shield at steve and just started popping rounds at him (laughs)
2: oh no she was a delight it was she was a delight i just felt like she was just shoved in there but for the most part But for the most part, the females that have been in the show have been interesting and engaging characters and like and they've had such a wonderful story arc. And I'm like, and then they're going to do a Black Panther movie. And Eli Bosnick was like, you went with Kat. And I was like, you know what? I dug it. I dug it. I like it. Mm."
0: (laughs) So Thor Ragnarok trailer, we're we're all super duper Uh fucking excited for that one. (laughs)
2: I'm... <laughs>
0: um let's see we also got some casting news for uh the next fantastic Beasts movie and there's a lot of people that didn't like fantastic Beasts. i thought it was perfectly fine uh, uh our our resident geek in charge jeff he he hated fantastic Beasts, And i'm like what's wrong with you man wait the...
2: when did jeff get resident no
0: he's he he is a he, i've seen his rooms he's he's pretty fucking nerdy <laughs> He, no, he doesn't get resonant, completely resonant geek. He, he has not completed his tenure on the podcast yet to be able to claim that I title. I
2: like Fantastic geek. I
0: thought liked it was it. great. I thought it was, I mean, what I liked about it is like, oh, look, Meanwhile in America. I'm <laughs> like, yay. It was
2: adorable. It was cute. It was cute and it was fun and it totally fit the mythology of Harry Potter and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it thoroughly.
0: And so we have Jude Law being cast as a young Dumbledore in or younger Dumbledore, I should say. I'll take it. I will take it in a fucking heartbeat because I, Jude Law Law. is fucking sexy. I don't care. (laughs) The dude is amazing looking. Like he was one of these saving graces of that uh, Steven Spielberg remake of the Kubrick wannabe script of AI, like his Gigolo Joe. He's one of the main reasons I like that movie. He was great I in um Repo Man. What the fuck was it? Is that the, what, the name of that movie? The one where they the people have uh replacement organs that cost a lot and if they don't pay the people are yeah, allowed Repo. to repose yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: he was good in that. I mean, he's he's a great fucking actor. And so him playing Dumbledore is great, and I can especially imagine a Grindelwald and Dumbledore Sandwich with uh <laughs> with Jude Law and Yes,
2: please. I and can get uh off to Johnny it. Depp. I can get off to it.
0: And johnny depp was the nice little oh that's a good little twist at the end but everybody's like no a lot of people didn't know what was going on there because they didn't read deathly hallows close enough
2: <laughs> clearly they did not read deathly hallows because like mm. as soon as i heard it i was like oh shit fuck are you serious i'm like are grindelwald right what
1: it's Grindelwald.
2: <laughs> i like hit william i'm like that's grindelwald he's like who i'm like you didn't read the books <laughs> it's grindelwald <laughs> oh
0: man I'm excited. I'm so I'm so yeah, excited. I'm,
2: I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna go watch it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go see it in the theaters it now
0: because I was apprehensive about the first one because I didn't know it with the age appropriateness and if my kids would like it and stuff. But come to find out, they really like this stuff. Um, how about uh Josh Brolin <laughs> being cast as as Cable in Deadpool two?
2: I have no feelings.
0: Okay, so I my feeling on this is like what the fuck is going on because josh brolin is thanos in the marvel cinematic universe he's he's the voice of the the purple titan you know the the the,
2: I know, the thanos. and yeah, so no, i'm tracking
0: so he's also going to be voicing or you know, not voicing he's going to be acting as cable in deadpool 2 he's like the the son of um gene gray and scott summers that can time travel and He's right, got Deadpool, some weird metal arm and shit and stuff. and. <laughs> but
2: Deadpool's kind of like...
0: I know it's a completely separate universe. I know it's completely separated by like this wall of Fox and Marvel and everything. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's weird because you know <laughs> that, Ryan, that Ryan Reynolds is writing jokes right now related to the Goonies. <laughs> Josh Brolin getting this role. For those that don't know, uh, Josh Brolin was the one that played Brand in uh, the Goonies movie. The older brother that rode the the little kid bike down the fucking hill. Uh, he was he's been in a lot of fucking movies. He's he's a good actor. I like him. I just found it really funny that he's playing like we have the main villain for the MCU going to be joining as Deadpool's All right. like closest buddy.
2: <laughs> here's here's why I have no feelings. Um, because the first Deadpool movie, oh, nailed it. Love that movie. Um, just so good and. Uh, I I think just... it's going
0: to be hard for them to catch lightning in a bottle twice. I think it really will.
2: I'm I'm a little scared. I'm a little scared for the second Deadpool movie. Um, they might do it, and so I'm keeping an open mind yeah, to I'm, anything, gonna... any decisions they make. I'm like, you guys, you know what? I'm not gonna get on, and I'm not gonna make a tirade, and I'm not gonna have an opinion because I was. Way wrong about he's Ledger's Joker. Way wrong.
0: <laughs> oh, weren't we all? Jesus Christ, were we all so, wrong about that? So
2: wrong. So wrong. We're going to get the uh, guy from
0: A Night's Tale playing Joker? What?
2: <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. He's too pretty. He's too 10, he's ten too things pretty. I hate
0: about you? No, that's not going to work.
2: <laughs> oh, shit. Were we wrong? We were oh, all man. so wrong.
0: <laughs>
1: so
2: I'm going to trust that Ryan Reynolds loves this too much to let it be horrible. Right, and that's where I'm gonna live. Where yeah, I'm gonna live that, that's
0: that's a good place to live. So, um, did you watch the Watchmen movies, Felicia? Did you ever see that one the the movie that came out for Watchmen? Yeah, was yeah, it? I watched it. Uh, I so, said movies. So yeah, sorry. They, for okay, because they released a movie, then they released a director's cut, and then they also released a one where it had the tales of the Black Freighter stuff that was in the comics, along with it. And so, like, there was a story within the comic, a comic within the comic. Uh, it, it's inception. Yeah, I just saw the one. I just saw yeah. the one. So and I, they, and
2: I liked it. I didn't love it. I
0: they, liked made like it. A, they made like a four hour movie, I think, eventually, where it like had all of that stuff in there. And it's worth it. It's worth watching at least once in your life. Um, but anyway, they're talking about yeah, doing Warner them. Brothers is talking about doing a R rated Watchmen movie based on the comics, like an animated version. And I'm I'm there. I'm 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 all for it. <laughs> so um, it's going to reference the source material and everything but you've already got a live action why do you need to go animated as well I don't, I don't know it's Warner Brothers trying to make money so
2: yeah see I have like I mean the live action it's not going to be one that sticks with me right like it's yeah. not going to be like oh shit I remember that movie like Sin City has these moments for me where I'm like yep, I got a nope, condition I can, <laughs> I can see it like I can see it in my mind's eye I'm sorry for Your me that was um,
0: like the only thing for sin city that stuck with me was marv that's the only story that stuck with me <laughs>
2: honestly uh even sin city i just have flashes of images like eh, i don't really remember the movie that well or the um, yellow bastard watchmen, watchmen kind of hit me the same way where it's like i remember the blue dick <laughs>
0: <laughs> i my favorite scene in that whole thing was like the whole uh what when the the short little redheaded guy that's playing um what's his name rorschach is going home
1: oh yeah you've got it
0: confused if you think that i'm in here with you you're stuck in here with me <laughs> and he's going oh, crazy on yeah. these guys oh, yeah <laughs> that
2: part
0: and he threw yeah. the fucking grease like the 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 fucking grease trap from the deep fryer into the dude's face and and <laughs> Love I feel movie. like that
2: one would be a bit heavy for mushrooms, that's probably not yeah, heavy. that'd
0: probably a bit too much. uh, let's see how
2: about Look, the I, I, only because we'd lose interest, okay, so here's the thing is like <laughs> other than like the wall it, the wall could set you on a bad trip, uh leaving Las Vegas could set you on a bad trip um just based on their like psychedelic nature, yeah. but like here's the thing about mushrooms is like uh the things that you think are gonna set you off usually don't uh so sin city we'd probably just get bored because there's not enough like sound or pretty things Mm -hmm. to look at and you really need that like really gorgeous like music that you can like escape into lord of the rings soundtrack great for it by the way then watch may,
0: may i humbly suggest the fifth element i think that would be an amazing one because that soundtrack, I, feel like I love that soundtrack.
2: <laughs> great soundtrack. could listen to the soundtrack, for sure. But uh, the movie, it's got too much going on. You can't yeah. follow shit. Okay? <laughs> like, you don't follow shit. Your brain goes on ways. And that's why Avatar is great. Because Avatar is like, hey, look at all these amazing things. And you're out. Like, your, yeah. your trip actually like follows like the reality. Like, which one is more real? And then, like, it it, it works. I'm just saying it works. I'm just saying... Very few movies are good for it, but most of the time when you're like, it's cinematic. it's Visually, it's a really cool movie. And most of the time you're going to be like, yeah, when you're sober.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so and we're going to get to the celebrity that's here in a second because we had two this week that kind of kind of fucked with me a little bit. I mean, one wasn't that unexpected, but one was like, oh, man, shit, really? Uh, and I'm yeah. sure you guys already know what that is. But uh, let's talk about the new Labyrinth movie. That they've actually finally come out oh, and said
1: fuck. is happening. No, it's,
0: it's not a reboot or a sequel. It's going to be happening in the Labyrinth universe, which I don't know what the fuck that means. Why? <laughs>
2: like why? There's there's one interesting story going on in the Labyrinth universe,
0: and there's it, one. It was a story and that was going on in the girl's head. You know, it wasn't like even. But then again, you have the very end scene I don't, fuck, I don't you know. You don't know. You don't yeah, know. You that don't that's know. exactly where it needs to end. That's where it needs
2: to stop. We don't need right. another. We don't need anything else. And okay, I understand. You know the the Lee George Cade, the 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 whole. Eh, maybe. Um, and it's not going to take away the original labyrinth for me, and I'm still going to watch it. But like, I feel annoyed that they're going to redo this one because the 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 magic of that one was that it was campy and yeah. it was silly. And that it didn't take itself too seriously. I don't. And it was world Muppets. <laughs> yeah, it was Muppets. I don't need a more realistic labyrinth.
1: Don't no, need it. Nobody don't need needs it. it. Nope.
2: Nobody needs it.
0: And so like, it, when it comes out, I'll probably end up watching it. But at the same time, I'm going to be like, uh, I'd rather watch the original. Probably. I I don't know. I, I don't want to be the, the turd in the punch bowl because I fucking hate that kind of geek. But at the same time, it's like, why not just make a different movie and not. I understand that the money lies in saying, hey, this is a movie in the Labyrinth universe, so you get all those asses and seats that like Labyrinth. But at the same time, couldn't you just make this an original story? Yeah, make it an original story.
2: Like, be inspired by the Labyrinth. Be inspired by the puppets and Mm. by the concept. I mean, there's a lot of inspiration there to work There's a lot
1: there. Oh, my God. There's a
2: lot of inspiration to work there. And you can make something new and original, and it turns out, guys, new and original, (laughs) it makes money
0: it does it really does just don't fuck it up (laughs) so uh
1: just do
2: something cool like do something do something creative like let your writers go like let them be let them do the thing
0: so in a bit of the the sad news and i i was uh i was hesitant to go here this week because everybody's been talking about it but we lost charlie murphy this week fucking died of leukemia of all things and that's that makes me kind of sad because Charlie Murphy was really super duper fucking funny. And it it sucks that he's gone because a lot of the, the funniest skits on the Chappelle show came from Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy. <laughs> sorry. I
2: had to, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone
0: darkness. <laughs> and just, what do the five fingers say to the face? I mean, yes, it was Rick James, but it was played off of, it was Charlie Murphy's real Hollywood stories that he was telling. And the, you know, the whole, getting dunked on by fucking prince was amazing <laughs> so i'm gonna miss charlie murphy He's he's gone and we lost fucking don rickles man we, i mean it's not so much of a surprise because he was old as shit but it's like still i don't like being of this age where people that i've known for like the longest part of my life are keeling over it's like oh this is starting to hurt man
2: (laughs) it's starting to get i mean carrie fisher going i with that one that was a
0: surprise i mean
2: fuck (laughs) that one hurt that one hurt Uh, we lost alan rickman
0: god damn it
2: we we lost lost alan rickman every time i see him i'm like oh yeah he's dead oh no severus is
0: gone (laughs) anyway
2: always yeah so
0: So, yeah i mean I, i don't want to end it on a sad note but you know it Everybody has their own time on the planet. And then you end
2: up with a dick in you. Callback.
0: (laughs) Callback. Crom.
3: I've never prayed you before. I have no tongue for it. No one, not even you, will remember if we were good men or bad, why we fought or why we died. No. All that matters is that two stood against many. That's what's important pleases you, Crom, so grant me one request, grant me revenge, and if you do not listen, then the hell with you,
0: so good old flesh Yoda Pat Robertson is back again this week with another clip, and
1: Yay! you know well, the, the, uh, the, the greatest you. thing that we could possibly uh, say
0: is that every time we do a clip, that's one less that we will ever have to do for him because. He's eventually going to die. I mean, if Don Rickles died, Pat Robertson's got to be
2: promise.
0: He's got to be close. I mean, unless his unless he's a lich, I think he might be.
2: But anyway, it's like. By the way,
0: oh sorry, I just always pronounce it always (laughs) the way that I've learned. So
2: yeah, you read it, you read it. So I get it because like it's it it reads like lich, but it's actually pronounced like.
0: But all the commercials for like uh the world of warcraft called it the lich king so i'm just gonna keep going
2: <laughs> yeah the actual pronunciation is like
0: you just mansplained me <laughs> i did sorry
2: i know mythology better than that's you bitch. okay
0: but pat robertson here we go
2: well are our young men
3: being turned into wimps
0: i paused it right there <laughs> because
3: Define okay. define
0: wimp, you misogynistic fucktard. I bet you can't you can't do half the shit that a young person can do. We want <laughs> men
2: to express all emotion and anger. That's healthy.
0: How about we let let guys have feelings? How how about we do that? That's that'd be just an amazing thing for all guys in general, is where we don't go, he's oh, such a pussy <laughs> like showing a little bit of emotion.
2: Seriously. Like, okay, men men feel feelings. And yeah all those feelings don't have to be manifested in anger because that's the only acceptable emotion for no, men to show. Get the
0: fuck out of here. I
1: know.
2: <laughs> I know. Did you know, guys, I don't know if you knew this, but, um, you can feel sad. <gasps> and you can feel frustrated and you can feel joyous and you can feel excited and you can do all these things that women feel. But then when women feel anger, they're fucking crazy.
0: Fucking bitches. <laughs> Sorry, not really meaning that, but just Pat Robertson's just already starting off from boys becoming wimps. What
4: is that? What's happening on college campuses?
5: Can you believe that they've got to apologize for being masculine? They have to apologize for being white. They've got to apologize for being male. Oh,
2: males. what does that mean? Yeah, apologize for being white.
0: Who apologized for being masculine? Okay, white. if you're being like proto fucking masculinity like when you're like this this guy where it's like all women must get in the kitchen and cook for me it's like no no yeah you should apologize for shit like that you walk
2: that shit back maybe walk it back a bit yeah
0: you know apologize for being white no i don't think no one's ever asked for me as a white dude for someone to go i demand that you apologize for the shit that you did to my ancestors no one's ever said that
2: no no and and when people point out that um white people used to own slaves what they're doing is pointing out that you benefit from a system yeah. that 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 favors you because of your skin color which is bullshit uh but it is it's a thing It's it exists and i as named felicia working in a job that's largely over the phone now <laughs> am realizing how much that doesn't benefit me
0: and so what what really makes me laugh a little bit here is that he's talking about boys in college. Boys, college. It's like, Pat Robertson, you're old as fuck, man. <laughs> so anybody to you is a fucking boy. I bet Mitt Romney is a boy. <laughs> to yeah, he's a
2: young man. He's a young man to you. I'm
0: like, Mitt Romney's old as shit, guys. <laughs> what,
2: what does this even mean? Wimp. What is, okay, let,
5: let let, let him let's let him, let, let him talk Wim. some more. It is crazy what's happening on college campuses. Not at Regent University, I might add, but on many of them. Well, on many college campuses, masculinity used to be looked as something to be desired. Now it's regarded as something shameful.
2: Define defy masculinity.
0: He's probably never going to get to that, but let's let him finish this last little bit. It's a short clip. Would you want a wimp? Really?
2: (laughs) No, I like, I like manly men, and they are scarce out there. Well, I mean, you know?
0: the time they're the little kids, they, they're, they're feminized. I mean, it's just awful. <laughs> oh, shit! There you go. Feminized. <laughs>
2: oh, shit! Feminized. Feminized. <laughs> feminized.
0: Oh! She's like, no, okay. I like I manly like... men. So are you telling me you like Islamic guys? Is that what you're telling what me? What the
2: fuck does that mean? <laughs> manly men. All right, um, I'm by. I like uh the ladies and the men, and the men that I like, I like them larger than me. I actually I like the women larger than me too. Now that I think about it, um, I just
0: like <laughs> the weight. That's what I. Like. <laughs>
2: and I and I like them, and 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 I like it when they're stronger than me. I don't know why. It's Just a thing. It's my thing. Um. <laughs> But not, like
0: not king shaming <laughs> Just I think that's funny.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's funny as shit. Uh but uh I don't want them to cook better than me. I certainly <laughs> don't want them. Like, I don't want them. I look, I don't want to be the guy who can cook better than me. I want a guy who can cook, but I don't want him to cook better than me.
0: You don't want uh, to be like, that's... well, actually, Felicia.
2: <laughs> yeah, don't, don't you dare come into my kitchen and tell me how to cook some shit. Oh um, man. <laughs> uh, well okay actually that's not entirely true because uh up until william could teach me how to flip an egg i couldn't flip eggs i could do all sorts of crazy shit in the kitchen i could i could make a sauce that would like melt your balls but i could not flip an egg until william taught me how to flip an egg but that came from a place of mutual respect where it was like i don't know how to do this and he was like here watch me do it and then game i learned recognize how to do game it. <laughs> yeah it wasn't it wasn't coming from a place of oh, let me teach you, little thing, but
1: wimps. Like, cooking is,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but whips i'm I'm just I'm trying to understand, define masculinity for me, please, define what is what does that mean Be, uh because I'm in a relationship where we communicate openly, yeah, um how dare he talk about
0: his feelings
2: (laughs) yeah right like but or i'm in a i'm in a relationship where we express affection are um not all emotions need to be expressed through anger i'm really confused what does this mean what define i don't define masculinity like i said we didn't we don't get a definition
0: from him but I don't know what they're talking about because, you know, if you're talking about somebody that is toxically masculine where they're like douche guys, where they're complete like fucking bro-tastic kind of dudes and it's like, I want a guy that's manly. You know the guy that'll fuck fuck around with the bridesmaid on the wedding night. It's like, no, like, what the fuck do you mean by masculine? The guy that sows his oats everywhere? Or are you talking about, are you talking about like the Spanish conquistador kind of way of things happening? Or are you talking about the Okay, f-
2: that's that's where I'm coming to the problem is yeah. like, define masculine. Please explain this to me, because I, I don't see a problem with a guy who has sex with the bridesmaid at a wedding. Like, okay, why?
0: If he's wanting because- guys, if he's wanting guys to be like guest on, no, <laughs> I'd rather them not be that way.
2: And that's toxic for everyone around them. Yeah. Look at Lafu.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
2: Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. That, but
0: that's all we're going to get for fucking Pat Robertson. We we took a minute clip and stretched it to eight. Congratulations. <laughs> this is good food.
5: This isn't junk. It's I- the seasoning. And it's the texture. It's the flavor. Can you all see that? at all? It smells so good. It's so fulfilling. It's satisfying. It's so fulfilling. Here, you want some soup? You hungry? All right. Now, this is... Beans and rice. This is two buckets. That is the potato soup. Oh, that is so good. We just made it. (laughs) Dear God, it's good. If your social security checks doesn't come, you can eat this. Get it now. Get it to your house. Look at the lumps and chunks. Look at those potatoes. Dear God, it's good. Look at here. Look at this. Oh. Oh, good. Oh my God. <coughs> this right is your on. favorite soup. You want to take a bite of it? It's hot, well, <laughs> it's hot, it's really hot. Oh, you're to yes. yeah, get it's the napkin no. down. It gets a little messy with just, your It's maker. hot, so just sip it. It gets a little messy. And this one's still hot. Boy, it stays warm, it is still hot. Just don't, mmm. His food is it's seasoned Listen, and flavored. It's and so good, every food fulfilling. is great. <laughs>
0: All right. So Jim Baker was at the inauguration for Donald Trump. I mean, big fucking surprise there. We kind of, we already kind of knew that was going on. And at that inauguration, there was like the POTUS Shield group that was there. And one of those people was Cindy fucking Jacobs. And you might remember her as the shrill voice of, you know, true Christ believing. And um, he's got a clip here that we're going to share with you where he talks about. Where she talks about Trump will turn the tables on Satan. So let's get started.
5: Just hours before the inauguration, everybody—it seems like the who's who of the world were at this meeting.
0: Okay, so on the video, I didn't put it up here or anything, but we're talking like he had people on there, like Michelle Bachman. The who's who were there, like anybody was there. <laughs>
2: Michelle Bachman.
0: Like Michelle Bachman is not that fucking important, guys. What the He's fuck? He said of you the talking-
2: world. Uh, where's Angela Merkel? Because she mm, won there. No.
0: PhD in some higher level fucking like physics that I'll never have the ability to talk about. God, she's smart.
5: I was crying during part of it because
0: James Dobson. It's such a
5: miracle what God's done. Okay, why so she's talking here? to why Cindy Jacobs. Cindy, I looked around and there you are. Why? Why did you come for this? Well, this is the beginning of a new season, Jim.
0: Okay, if you want to wonder what Jim like Cindy Jacobs looks like. Imagine Dolores Umbridge with less pink. And that's exactly who's fucking talking to the camera right here. Oh, we're talking we're talking about a hedgehog of a woman that has probably the sandpaperiest of vaginas in the world, you know. She's going
2: to she's going st- to make the statement, we're going to replace feminism with femininity. Yes, that was Conway, but she's totally going to agree with it. Yeah.
5: It's a new era. It's a new it's a new change. And a time that we feel we've been rescued, basically. It's and- not change. You can't sit there and call it change if you're
2: going back to a thing. You can't the- sit there and say "Make America Great Again," and then we're going, "Oh, change and hope." You can't. You don't get to do that. You don't let's get repeal, to say change.
0: Let's repeal everything that Black President did. Everything that he did, whether we have a replacement for it or not. Let's just go ahead and repeal everything that he did because. We need to erase anything from his legacy because we are that fucking pedantic. God damn it, these people.
5: And we're hearing the Lord, you know, as so we met with a group of prophets that it's a breakthrough year. And this is a year that the breaker is going before us. Mm-hmm. And the we know that is happening, about. that literally we're going to see a reversal. In fact, the word the Lord yeah. gave me was, God is turning the tables, which means when, uh, when a champion comes in and a there's thought. a reversal,
0: <laughs> you had a thought?
5: I had a thought in my head. I had a thought in my head and now
2: that means the same thing as, as what God said to me, I thought a thought and now it's a thing. I thought a thought and now it's a thing. You know how many times I've thought a thought and made it a thing? I do art, guys. I think thoughts all the time and make them things. I think <laughs> a thought
0: and make them real all the time. It's that is
2: a real it's a that is my thing. gift
0: to you listening at home.
2: <laughs> but God told me. God told me God, is God told own. me
0: God's the thing in your head. It's your own voice in your own head. You've just given it a name. you're not saying that's my id, that's my psyche. You're not listening to that and thinking, oh, that's just the other parts of my brain talking to me. No, that's my your therapist, still nah, small voice. Would and... Tell
2: me that I need to just let that like know it's me that's not necessarily all the things outside of me. Sometimes I'm going to pick up on things and sometimes I'm not, and sometimes it's just my head
0: yeah i i went shopping at walmart earlier today i fucking hate that store especially on saturdays because it's a fucking zoo and so like i got to the point where my anxiety triggers started happening and i'm like fuck this place i had to hide out in the plus size women's clothing area because i'm like you go buy the things that you need i will stay over here with the scented candles because i can't fucking take it Oh, uh, it's fucking weird. Flight or flight fucking defenses. Anyway, Cindy Jacobs.
5: So of everything the enemy did essentially in battle, the tables in turn. Enemy,
0: <laughs>
2: enemy, 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 enemy. Anybody right, who's let's...
0: against Trump, I guess, is an enemy. I think that's that oh. might be what she means.
2: Hey, that's really a fucked up thing to say. That's a really <laughs> fucked up thing to say, because I fucking hate Trump. I fucking hate him. I think he is a disgusting human being. That is the example of the worst that humanity is to offer in today's society. But I have not called h- him or his supporters the enemy mm. because I have to live with these people. You know, I, I work I... with supporters like for fuck's sake, man. Like what am I, I going to do? Put them up on a guillotine. Jesus Christ. No. Mm
0: i can't say nothing
2: <laughs> i literally legally cannot say
1: anything <laughs> oh but Look, you know
2: I him the benefit of the doubt of ignorance and ignorance and ignorance because i have nothing else to get the fucker but the still, still has not that-
0: filled his entire cabinet he still has and not this- done that and he's blaming he's blaming the democrats for it and they're like no, we've, we've voted for all the people that you've put in front of us so far. <laughs> the enemy. Fuck you guys. Seriously. And how God's going to turn the tables on Satan. He's God. He owns the tables and Satan and everything else that exists within that fucking universe. <laughs> yeah,
2: but you either get free will, you either get free will or God controls this shit. And it sort of looks like there isn't one.
0: <laughs> I love
1: that answer. It sort
2: of looks like human beings are just doing Flailing the thing. Flailing about.
0: We're, we're, we are paramecium flagellating in the fucking ether. That's all we're doing. We're, we're monkeys bonking around fucking <laughs> <laughs> sucking up resources and fucking breeding. That's all we're doing.
3: Existed before there were stars. The moon emits light and was split into parts. Elephants turned into chewed grass by stones dropped from birds. These are a few of Kuran's perfect words. Millennia old men at the Time of the flood, your body was fashioned from one pot of blood. No evolution, but men turn to apes. In the Quran, you will find no mistakes. When you tell me, Allah will burn me, and it makes me sad. I simply remember these ludicrous things, and then I don't feel so bad.
0: All right, so there is a Muslim candidate running for uh, office somewhere, and I, I don't remember exactly what city it's in. I apologize for that. However, he's running for a Republican office.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and, that, that works out.
0: Yeah, and uh, it's interesting to hear the kind of question that he's been given and how he responds to it. So let me just let it play for here, here real quick. Giovanna, your turn, and your question is to Muhammad Ali Bouyan. That's a
2: Welcome, Mr. Bouyan. <laughs> You're proud of potentially becoming the first Republican Muslim congressman in Georgia, okay, yet Georgia. some people are frankly uncomfortable with the notion of Muslim in office. What? Whoa! Yeah. Are you fucking with me right now? Already
0: off to a bad start, and you won't believe it. This, that-
2: this is where heathens come. At. Like we're like, they're like, people are uncomfortable with a Muslim, and we're like, no, it's all the same to us. <laughs> Jesus. Fucking Christ! Like, uh, it's all the same.
0: Like, no, us. Muslims are just part three of the trilogy, guys. <laughs>
2: yeah, like, no, like, we don't like Islam. We're not fans, but it's all the same. It's like if a, if a if like a Muslim, Muslim runs is as equivalent a Democrat, to
0: Jew and is equivalent to <laughs> equivalent
1: yeah, to Christian. A Muslim like,
2: runs as a Democrat, and it's like most of their policies are fine. I'm like, sure, I'll support him. Yeah,
0: you know, like, as like, a as a, a young man being brought up in the, the Baptist church, like when I finally realized that all of like Judaism, Christianity, and Islam all followed the same fucking Abrahamic God, you know how much of a fucking revelation that was, how much of a mind splitting moment that was for me. I'm like, wait a minute. I thought Jews didn't believe in this. And I thought the Muslims to believe yeah, it's this and stuff. Like,
2: yeah, it's all the like,
0: fuck.
2: It's all the same, <laughs> it's all the same one. all the same one they just had feelings differently
0: and it all ties to their fucking god telling the one dude to strap his kid to a rock and uh, demanding that he kill him it's like
2: and feelings are fine guys in interpersonal relationships feelings are fine here's what we don't do we don't make feelings laws
0: and we definitely don't ask political candidates about feelings
2: exactly yeah (laughs) feelings don't fucking matter but this but like these motherfuckers are like you're a muslim what the shit fuck does that (laughs) matter
0: just wait it doesn't matter to me i'm gonna let it play a little bit more wait yep
2: you said that the courts have spoken regarding president trump's executive orders regarding immigration but do you believe that President Trump's orders represent a quote unquote Muslim ban. Have you used the term radical Islam?
0: Because that's so goddamn important. <laughs> it's
2: a non thing. It's a non thing. Um, our friends over at the Godless Revolution once said uh, that they supported the use of the term radical Islam. Um, there's a reason we don't use that word, and that's because it can isolate members of our own community. Uh, who are not radical and make them feel as outsiders i understand guys i just went on a thing about feelings uh that's where it comes back to interpersonal relationships well i mean how would
0: any of us feel being called radical atheist extremists or something like that it's like
2: right it creates an outsider it creates an outsider of an individual in large swaths
0: instead of you know you know there are extremists within every group religious or non-religious but when you when you bring it back to when you bring up the the main basic post of it, like, oh, they're an extremist within this group. You know, it's like like, no, they're an extremist no matter how you fucking slice it. You know,
2: it's it's a useless term is what it comes down to. It's useless. It's a useless thing to say radical Islam. You know what? Yeah. They're, and Islam right now is going through a thing and there's a er amount of them that are. Feeling extreme about it, and there's a lot of geopolitical and global warming implications that create those situations.
0: Or you know, but, if we just stayed the fuck out of the Middle East, maybe they might have sur- sorted some shit out by now.
2: <laughs> yeah. But to sit there and say radical Islam is an oversimplification that is absolutely and entirely useless. Yeah, useless. It's useless to say that.
0: Oh, and her question gets worse. Here we go.
2: And where have you publicly denounced terror attacks committed by Muslims?
0: Yeah, <laughs> she expects him to be the representative for all of Islam because he's Muslim. <laughs> yeah, let me ask: uh, When was the last time you Christians apologized for those guys that you know shoot abortion doctors? Or how about the most recent attack in San Bern? Uh, was it San Bernardino where the guy went into the school and shot the the lady and himself and? like are we going to ask you guys to apologize for that because he was a radical christian extremist i mean
2: right by by
0: your guys's you know own admission this is what they should be doing
2: i complained uh earlier about the christian woo woo and she defined atheism for me she she defined and like how pissed do we get when we're like when you're like oh this is what atheists think and it's like Mm, mm,
0: no hashtag not because, all atheists.
2: <laughs> because we don't have dogma like that's how muslims feel oh and especially jews because like turns yeah. out there's schools of thought within it and it doesn't make any sense to be like all muslims think this one way that doesn't make any fucking sense it doesn't make any sense so doesn't.
0: the guy does respond with with an amazing way of trying to smooth this all out here we go
4: well it's a very interesting race. Uh as you pointed out I'm a Muslim candidate Mr. John Ossoff he's a orthodox Jewish candidate we got Baptist We got other all kinds of religion none of the other religions are mentioned but I get this question all the time I lived here for 30 years I've been vetted multiple times uh, when I became resident citizen uh, global Card entry card the question I denounce any forms of violence or extremism anywhere in the world who's here anywhere by anybody not just one religion any religion
0: that's a good save especially with an unfair fucking question like that
4: so the point that everybody should understand that my wife and I we lived there for 30 years we are a model citizen and almost every religion, every citizens are model. There are few bad apples. When Oklahoma bombing took place, Timothy McBeat did not make every Christian nice terrorist. Similarly, few Muslim bad apples does not make all Muslim terrorists. So that's the point everybody needs to understand that this is how everybody should be treated.
0: And that's when he lost the election.
2: <laughs> oh, that accent lost him the election.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. And now
2: he was a Democrat that could have won him in the election, because <laughs> us Democrats are suckers for foreigners, like, let's look, be man, honest.
0: Like, look, if, if the Republican Party would ditch the God stuff and ditch a lot of the, you know, we're thinking like we're in the 18th fucking century, like, White stuff that the they've ad- they've adopted, they might be a more attractive, like, platform to be on but they're not because
2: certainly be more centrist. If the Republican party wasn't so gaudy and so white.
0: Yeah. And so like, uh, fuck progress, you know, like, no, you shouldn't be against progress. That makes you the
2: Taliban. I thought that was what, (laughs) I thought that's what our country was about was the progressive nation, like new Mm. form of government combining ideas from the past to create a better union. (gasps) <gasps> oh, mm. We're too fucking
0: idealistic there Felicia. Alicia That just doesn't work that way
2: Do you say sorta of racist
0: stuff but stop short of saying the n-word? Enjoy the refreshing taste of diet racism The same sweet ignorance of regular racism But with none of the guilt or self-awareness
3: You know I'm not racist, but I would never date an Asian guy
0: okay. Diet racism Because you're afraid of blacks and Latinos But you'd never say that out loud it's the perfect beverage for people who don't directly contribute to oppression, but have strong opinions about how other cultures should handle it. Stopping
1: fris shouldn't be a problem if you got nothing to hide.
0: So this past week, I had the pleasure, or displeasure, as some of the family in my life made it known to me later that evening of having a discussion with two people in my family about Black Lives Matter. Which was amazing because these two folks are members of various police forces within the state of Utah. Both of them came into the conversation talking about how they fucking hate Black Lives Matter and their followers. I honestly have trouble remembering what sparked it all initially, but that's where I came into the conversation. Oh, you guys hate Black Lives Matter. You do realize that I'm one of those supporters, right? And so what stemmed from that initial line went into discussions concerning systemic racism, victim complex, and me having to remind these people that their jobs are just that. Jobs. They could take their blue lives off at any fucking time that they want, while people of color everywhere have to live that way every single fucking day of their life. Uh, The conversation lasted at the dinner table for a good forty five minutes, and I wish to God I would have captured any of it to replay on the show, but it got heated at times when I had to stand up for those that can't stand up for themselves. So I asked them, the people I was talking with, to tell me exactly what it was about Black Lives Matter that they hated. And about the only reason they could come up with, because they both had to admit that they hadn't read the manifesto, they didn't know any of the talking points that Black Lives Matter was trying to put out there, so they didn't know about the necessary reforms that would make both their jobs easier as well as safer for those in the in people in the black community. No, their reason that they brought up is that people claim that Black Lives Matter whenever they arrest anyone who is black. Like, they inject themselves into the arrest even if the guy has a warrant. And I asked what they thought of the protesters, and of course they they get the whole they-shouldn't-be-blocking-traffic thing that keeps coming up. And I thought I'd hear, and of course they they were parroting the talking points they get from fellow members of the law enforcement community. They they of course had to bring up Chicago and the overabundance of black-on-black crimes. Nothing at all about systemic racism. Nothing about the poverty and ignorance levels of certain communities, white or black that led to the crimes happening. No, none of that at all. The problem ultimately lied at the feet of those people who most statistically-minded uh, people who could call bellends. You know, the ones that ruin it for the rest of the people in the actual fucking movement. So I had to let them know that there are cops in their culture who are the exact same thing. Extremists. They're the ones to blame for the perception that most cops are corrupt and, and if the cops aren't going to take care of that themselves, we need groups like Black Lives Matters to do so. My gosh, people, it went all over the place. I went so far as to even bring up the fucking Mormon day nights to talk about judging an entire group based on the extremist point of view and how it's not accurate or fair to do so. I think they were more impressed than I knew what a day night was. Actually, they're like, fuck, oh, he studies our church history, God damn it." So one in particular... And I'm keeping it very vague not to blow back on any of them. Ask me, Chris, you know me. You do know that I wouldn't judge a person based on the color of their skin. Don't you know that I'm not a racist in the slightest? To which I had to give probably the hardest answer ever because I knew it would change our relationship to say it. But I said, no, I don't know that. I know who you are, with me right now especially. I don't know how you are around people when you're an officer. I don't know if what you say or do is racially motivated or not. I don't know if you use the word nigger around your buddies or say horribly racist or misogynistic shit around your fellow officers. I don't know. And being a skeptic, I can't say that I do just because we're having beers and tacos in Vegas. I can't do that. Sadly, that had to lead to the next question that I had for them. I had to ask them point blank. Explain Tamir Rice. Tell me how cops arrived on the scene, whipped open a door, and shot a little kid before having enough time to ascertain the situation. Explain Freddie Gray. Explain the guy who was holding his hands up and saying, don't shoot, this kid is my patient, and then getting shot. Explain the guy who was shot at the sus- as, like, as the suspect fleeing the scene and getting a gun planted on him. How about the gentleman who was being respectful, following the officer's orders, and still got shot While his girlfriend held a camera to facebook live exactly what was going on to him explain how that shit happens explain to me the militarization of police forces explain to me why exactly they need wartime equipment and why they feel it is necessary to act as though they are a paramilitary organization even though they're not for the most part honestly it was a good conversation it was good-natured and it was very much eye-opening for both sides involved especially when it all came to the consensus of the court system and prison systems being completely fucked. How certain people are lit off with three months for rape while people with weed get 20 years based solely on the color of their skin. And how for the most part, America's quote unquote innocent until proven guilty applies only to those that are rich while others don't. I can speak, I can't speak for them all. But I do think I might have changed their minds a bit, even though they kept insisting that I had no idea what I was talking about, even though I've been writing, reading, studying this stuff, and talking about it for the past two years of my fucking life. I might not understand how it is to be a beat cop who works 12-hour days, but as sure as shit can study social trends and look up court records and statistics from the FBI just like they would. So in short, I had a great conversation, and I wish I could have shared it with you all, and then this little rant I think I have. All right, that brings an end to the feature segment. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on our Friday patron show. That's when we drop the veil of secrecy on our six month old exclusive episodes and bring them to the rest of you, wonderful people that are not patrons. Those people who count themselves as one of our patrons have probably heard that episode, but uh, they also have another 40 ish shows that they can listen to that are available only to them. So if you not like what nearly we are, no and that if you really wish to support the show it, that we produce each week make sure you go to patreon.com slash and donate at a level you feel comfy with uh so many 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 thanks go to our sustaining patrons angelica pearson the godless revolution podcast Louis cruz jeff linville mike and darcy moment and of course the rissy monster herself marissa mccool uh remember We don't only credit those who send the show some cash. We also give shout outs to anyone who gives us a review on iTunes, a subscribe on YouTube, or even the review we got on Facebook this week. We got from William Ferguson, who lives out in the Maryland, D.C. area. I love hearing from people all the way across the country like, oh, you're listening to a show that has Utah in it. That's great. He said, this is a great show. Five stars. They address very well all the issues that I care about, and they definitely, he says text check, but I'm sure he's like fact check is what he meant to say. I would guess because X and C are kind of close on people anyway thanks for that William it's really great to hear from you so your reviews really do help out the show in reaching more people we're really grateful to get any reviews in so go right now and give us a rating if you haven't already and we'll be sure to give you your due praise. so a final thanks go to Felicia for joining me this week but like I said we'll catch you guys on Friday with our older patron show and again on Monday with a brand new episode full of current events but until then everyone you're welcome Bonne nuit And we're going to do it in tandem this time. Good night. Good night, everybody. Pastor of the gay kid that has his gay kid, he's to blame somehow for the kid turning out to be a homosexual no,
2: absolutely. Yeah, absolutely that that, um, make,
0: that makes complete sense christians that that makes so much fucking sense.